Welcome to the Keep the Change podcast. You may have heard the saying that the only constant in life is change, but if your experience is anything like mine, then there's probably things in your life that you've never been able to get past or change. But let me tell you that there is hope. Here on this podcast, we look to the life and teachings of Jesus for that hope and see that he's actually given us ways to find change that we can keep. My name is Mike Lane. I'm the Life Group's Life Missions Pastor here at Life Church in Albany, New York. And I'm joined by my co-host and good friend, Bill McCormick. Welcome to season one of Keep the Change. Well, hello, friends. Welcome to episode three. We are so excited to have you back and hope that you're having a a great week, great Thursday as you're listening to this episode or whenever it finds you. Uh, And we're excited to continue to jump into uh, the next truth within our podcast. And so today, here's what we're going to be talking about, and then we're going to dive in. I want to give you the the truth first, and then we'll break it down. And that is that, that kingdom living trades confidence for curiosity choosing a posture of curiosity is what allows us to pursue jesus's upside down way of living for a lifetime and um, in our last episode we talked a little bit about that upside down way of living what that feels like um, why it feels upside down to us Um, and now we want to talk about why curiosity is is so important for us to even be able to begin to grasp that uh that upside down way of living and so um I would love, actually, I'm going to flip it just a little bit, Bill. I would love to actually hear from you first. I know I said I was going to share first, but I think I would love to hear from you first so people don't just have to listen to me ramble for five minutes straight. Just maybe some areas in your own journey of faith or life that uh, you have recognized where you maybe needed to have a posture of curiosity or you thought you had confidence, but discovered maybe that confidence was ill-placed. But yeah, if you have yeah. anything you want to share. You mean like when I thought I was always right about about everything, you know, Coming to faith in, in a church later in my life that was really steadfastly um, heavily evangelical and, and honestly was heavily white. What ended up happening was I got into this echo chamber of only thinking one way. Mm. And there wasn't necessarily anything wrong with that at the time. But what happened when I made my way to Life Church, I saw different points of view that really opened me up to say, wait a minute, no, no, Christians aren't supposed to be of that political persuasion. And, and it was terrible, I thought that way, but rather than be cemented in that, I actually got curious and had some discussions with people that looked different than me and, and that thought different than, than I did. And I came into that curiosity with an open mind, and that allowed me to hear someone else point someone's someone else's point of view, and I actually learned some things, mm-hmm. and, and my life has changed, and my point of view has changed on a number of topics that uh, that I I really think would have never happened had I not asked the questions and been curious and been open minded to talk to people who didn't look like me and didn't think or act like me or were of the way of thinking that I that I was. 
and I and I really believe that God brought us here for for that reason. It was not just myself, but but Sue also, mm. and uh, it, it's been a life changing event in that. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's interesting, even just in hearing you say that. I had I had another analogy in my mind or an example, but I think me being from Georgia originally, mm. uh, a different culture of people, yeah. a different pace of living, and then moving to Albany and living uh, in kind of the inner city area of Albany for the first um, section of my time here, I was kind of faced head to head with a lot of the uh, just notions I had one about the Northeast and mm-hmm. people in the Northeast are not as bad as <laughs> New, New Yorkers, York. <laughs> New yeah. Yorkers, you know, even my dad was a New Yorker, yeah. I, you know, it's like I had these preconceived notions, but I think in, in having an experience in not only a different culture, but living in a different demographic than I was used to living in, it caused me to kind of confront some of my own ideologies about, mm-hmm. about God and about how people change and about um, how he reaches people and those different ways that he comes into our lives and what that looks like when he does. And I think I had, you know, a kind of box that I had put, here's what happens when someone finds Jesus, here's Mm -hmm. where they should look immediately and all these different things. And as I began to kind of do life with people that were different than me ever, whether that be in their ideas or the color of their skin, it, it helped me to see that, okay, actually all the things that I've had confidence in, in my own perspectives, some of them actually are wildly flawed and the perspective of this other person that I thought actually was the opposite of what I thought was true is maybe actually true. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that illustrates to me who Jesus was and, and you know, what we can learn about him. Yeah. And you know, as it says, you know, Jesus will always make himself known to us, but he never forces himself onto us. Mm -hmm. He'll let us be broken in our thinking, so to mm-hmm. speak. And, and that may challenge some of you to, you know, well, Jesus, let us be broken. Yeah, he will, because it's all about free will. And we can have the free will to think that even if it's wrong. And if it's wrong, mm-hmm. I'll tell you if you're, if you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate sorry. it. Yeah, you're just, just a little. That, but, but, so if you're but, wrong out there, Bill, just come to Bill. Just be, come, I'll set you, I'll set set you straight. straight. <laughs> and uh, then go to my wife and get the real truth. You know, it's... I, our, there's an author, Casey Turgret, and he knows 183 instances that are recorded in the Gospels when people showed interest in Jesus by asking him a question. And, and what a great example for us to be curious and to ask the questions, not just of people, but also of God and of Jesus, like coming and asking the questions, because it's Jesus's point of view that really, really mm-hmm. matters. And um, Mr. Mr. Tigret refers to these moments as curious interactions Mm. that changed everyone around Jesus, including his closest disciples. So as we talk about the upside world, upside down world of Jesus, one of the ways we discover that is when we ask those questions of other people, but also of God and and being open-minded enough to to be changed and and let that change us and and kind of go from there in our journey. Yeah, I think what's interesting to me about that is, um, you know, it's like when we went through school, we if we actually were curious about the subject we we're learning for, I know everyone's in a different space. There was oftentimes in my education that I was not curious, didn't yeah. want to be there. But when you were curious, you trusted that the teacher that was leading that class had the expertise on that subject. Mm-hmm. And so you asked questions, clarity on things. You asked yeah. them to give you the answer to a problem or to, or to point you in the direction of a solution. Mm-hmm. And you trusted them as the teacher of that class. 
And I think what happens, at least has happened in my life, is I trusted Jesus as Savior. We talked about this a little bit yeah. um, to save me from my sin, but I didn't necessarily always trust him as teacher mm-hmm. with the sense that like I would come to him with questions about how, how should I approach this situation? How should I handle this relationship yeah. or this circumstance that's popped up? And the reality is that that should be how we approach him. If we know that he's the creator of the universe i would yeah. say he's probably got some a couple of good answers for yeah. us right there's a there's a deep theo- theological word called sanctification mm-hmm. uh, you know and that's the the deep work that god does in us to change us mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be that deep it can it can happen through interactions with other people with Absolutely. other christians with people who don't look like us and mm-hmm. who don't think like us if we're open-minded enough to listen and to not want to just just react and so, you know, I would encourage everyone, you know, that's that process of sanctification happens in community. Mm-hmm. And and those that are listening are, are part of life groups, which is a great place for it for it to happen. However, look around your life group. And if everyone looks like you, you may want to go outside of there sure. to, to look for people who don't look like you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think we we have to we have to be a student of life mm-hmm. and the best teacher is Jesus. And um, and we surround ourselves with opportunities to see outside of our own perspectives yes. and then ask Jesus to help us to decipher what's true, because the, the spirit will guide us into truth if we're open, like you said. Yes. Yeah, for um, sure. And I think that that is all built upon kind of the understanding that our wisdom uh, is contrasted with God's wisdom. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the confidence piece of this truth of like, we come with confidence thinking that our wisdom has actual truth to it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it does, but really we need to come looking for God's wisdom. And we see that the apostle Paul, uh, who wrote several letters um, that became the new Testament in many of his letters, he, he challenged the earlier fo- earliest followers of Jesus to uh, allow their cultural, not to allow their cultural norms or kind of their human wisdom to shape mm-hmm. their view of following Jesus. He constantly kind of contrasted, well, here's how Jesus actually right. calls us to live. Here's how mm-hmm. he calls us to respond. And that felt like tension because it's like, oh, well, this is how I feel like I should respond. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Jesus's wisdom is, is always different. That's because Jesus is, uh, he's coming to establish a new kind of kingdom. We talked a little bit about kingdom in the last podcast, but it, not that it's a geographic location, but that it's actually like a way of living. Mm-hmm. And if, if that way of living is a kingdom, then Jesus is the king of that kingdom. Right. He's the teacher of that classroom. Yeah. Yeah. And so Jesus is a new kind of king who came to restore God's reign over everyone and everything by showing them this new way of living. And if we want to experience that, the abundant life that Jesus came to give us, we have to do so with kind of an open heart and an open mind to what he is wanting to to do in and through us. Um, so anything else that you want to throw in I, on that? Yeah, I, I would just I would just say, you know, Jesus also challenged the thinking of the day. You know, how many times did he say, you have heard it said that, mm-hmm. but I tell you. And yeah. he had, and usually it it even had to do with law. You know, yeah. you've heard it usually said, he took do it not a step murder. Further. Right, yeah. he took it a step further. And so we have to be really, really open to that. Mm, absolutely. And so we, we would love to kind of challenge you this week to have curiosity yeah. uh, with your life, with uh, your faith. And I think a couple of things that I would love to kind of challenge you to do this week that I think will kind of help you to experience this truth. And that's the whole premise of everything that we're going to be talking about and 
all of these episodes is we can't just come in and be told the truth and it change us. It's when we actually find ways to engage with that truth that it begins to actually change us. And so something I would challenge you guys that are listening to do is number one, find someone in your life, which I know we all have one yeah. that has a different perspective than you that maybe you think is dead wrong in their perspective. And that could be a religious perspective or a political perspective or just whether or not crunchy or creamy peanut butter is the best peanut butter. Creamy. But, yeah, I would say maybe something that you're most passionate about, but approach it with openness. Approach it with the the posture to want to learn and not to defend your point of view. And maybe go into that conversation having made up your mind not to defend your point of view, but simply just to ask questions, to seek to understand you have anything you want to add to that that piece of the challenge listen as you listen to understand not to defend not to react mm -hmm. yeah and so that would be my challenge and then ask questions for god i, I would mm -hmm. say find some time in your week to just sit quietly with god and ask him to help you to discover something that maybe you believe about him mm -hmm. that isn't true yeah. look to the gospel that's a great place to help to be begin to identify the areas that maybe we're confident you may think god is a certain way but i think as you dive into seeing how jesus is you may discover that the confidence you had in a characteristic or an aspect of your faith or, or god is maybe a little bit different than you thought and uh and all of this kind of leads us into and we'll give you a little bit of a taste of where we're headed in our um in our next session and that is going to be we're going to be talking about spiritual disciplines and a spiritual discipline is just to give you a brief kind of forecast is just an, an activity that helps us to bring our thoughts, our feelings, our motivations, our, our actions into alignment with Jesus's upside down way of living. It's trading our wisdom for his wisdom and it's finding intentional practices, intentional things that we can do similar to engaging in a conversation with someone of a different perspective that helps you to trade your wisdom for his and in that process, your thoughts, your feelings, your motivations, your actions begin to come into alignment with, with his wisdom. So hope you're encouraged by this truth. And, uh, and we're excited to continue to dive into what we have next. Anything else you want to finish off with, Bill? Just uh, have a great week and remember to keep the change.